This is Brojo Online. Masculinity, confidence, and integrity with Dan Monroe. Welcome back to Brojo Online. And today I'm going to be going a bit into the conceptual philosophical space, much more than the practical. Sometimes it's good to step back and have like a helicopter view of the basic foundation of life of thought, of psychology, of awareness, reality, whatever you want to call it. And today a thought occurred to me that just started spiraling out of control. And I wanted to rant about it before I lose the thought. And it's about the relationship between time and confidence. You can replace the word confidence with happiness, with life satisfaction or quality of life, with meaning, whatever you want to call it. The sensation that life is worthwhile, that you're worthwhile, that existence is worthwhile, that you like being alive, you like being you. Whatever word you use to describe that sensation, we're looking at the relationship between that and the concept of time. The reason I I brought this up in my mind at first is because I realized there's an argument fallacy to almost everything we know. Philosophically speaking, almost everything you are certain of when it comes to confidence and happiness and so on is based on an assumption that's very uncertain, which is the assumption that you understand what time is. So many of us, when we give advice to ourselves or to others, we beg the question, as it's called. We ignore the fact that we've made a huge assumption about what time is, and we just continue with our assumption completely unchecked. I'll explain this more in a minute, but for right now, I want you to just check in with some knowledge of your own and answer the question, what is time? How do you know that it exists? What is it? How do you describe it? How would you show it? How would you prove its existence? What I found, the reason I kind of got onto this rant, is as I tried to explain time, I realized I couldn't. I can explain memories well enough, I can explain predictions of the future well enough, I can explain noticing and observing something well enough, so I can explain the past, the future, and the present from my perspective, but I still can't explain what time is. I don't really know what time is, I can't show it to you. I can show you that the the hands on a clock move around, but that's just a measurement that we've made up of seconds. We don't actually know what that, that, that means. Where is the past that's now completed? And where is the future that we're heading towards? On, on what uh, plane do these things exist? How do we know about them? It's, it's similar in a sense to gravity. We know we stick to the earth and we know that something's pulling us down, but we cannot see that thing. In any form of measurement, we cannot show gravity. We can only make mathematical equations that explain it. And the same is with time. We can make equations that explain time, but we cannot show it to you. You can't see it under a microscope. You can't hear it with any audio recording equipment. There's no way to show that it exists. There's some things you can answer. Like if if I was to ask you, what is wood? You could point to a table in your kitchen and say, there, that's made out of wood. That is uh, the flesh of a tree that's been cut and shaped into something we call wood. Or even a conceptual understanding of something can still be explained, like love. 
You can talk about the warmth that goes through your body, about your tendency to prioritize somebody else's needs. You know, on a, on a more neurochemical level, you can talk about oxytocin and serotonin that floods through your system in the presence of a certain person. You can talk about the pictures you keep of them and just that feeling you get when you're around them. There's something of substance to be talked about, even though it's a esoteric concept. But time, time I can't show you. I can't explain it very well. So we don't understand time, and yet any fucking theory we have is based on the concept of time being understood. For example, if I say, work hard now, and you'll receive rewards later, I'm talking about the present and the future, as if those things are totally understood. If I say I must heal my past, I'm speaking as if I can go back in time and do work on myself, a previous self that existed, despite the fact that there is no such thing as past. I can't show it to you, I can't take you there. I can talk about memories now, but that's me talking in the present, that is not me traveling to the past. It's the same if I say I learn from my mistakes. Where are those mistakes exactly? Where am I storing them? Where is the so-called record of the past? Anything historical is merely us talking here and now. So where does this history actually exist? Where is the previous time occurring? And same with the future, when I predict things. I'm saying something will happen. At least we have a record for the past, but the future is even more crazy. There's nothing to show its existence at all. At least with the idea of past, we can kind of convince ourselves that something has happened before. But how do we know something will happen? Simply because things have happened. Seems like an assumption on our part. I know I'm getting pretty weird and, and out there with this, but the point being is, you can. what I'm really addressing here in, in, in this rant is that you're so sure of certain things. Your, your whole life is ruled by rules that are based on time. You think you've got to work hard now for a future reward. You think you've got to heal your past. You're so sure that this needs to be done. And yet the very concept of time that all of these rules are predicated on, you don't understand at all. It's like thinking you have to fall in love without any idea of what love feels like. It's thinking that you have to eat a certain food without any idea of how nutritious that food is. You're so sure of something, and yet you have no fucking idea what most of that rule is predicated on. What do we know about time? Very little. But it's not a complete mystery. One thing that we do know for sure is that everything dies. There has never been counter-evidence to that. Not once in any of our experiments or historical documents or anything has there been any evidence whatsoever of something not dying eventually. There are things alive now, but we can measure any one of those things and show the rate at which it's dying. And we know that time is a huge factor in this death. The longer something is exposed to time the more likely it is to die, until it is 100% likely for everything. Time is entropy. It is the eventual dissolution of something from being a thing to being nothing again. Annihilation. 
all the atoms that make me up are eventually going to split ways and go about and do something else, and that'll be my death. All the atoms that make up a large mountain will eventually erode away into different pieces of dirt and other energy, and eventually there'll be no mountain left. So any theory we have that is reliant on time is doomed because time is a poison that kills everything. For example, retirement is based on a lot of time passing before I get my rewards, that concept. I'll retire and then I'm free. But it's a time-based concept, which means even the retirement itself is going to die. That's if I can live long enough to get to it. If I can spend enough time dying to get to retirement, I'll then die in retirement. It's hardly the most optimistic plan. If I work hard now for rewards in the future, it sounds good on paper, but in reality those rewards are going to die too because they're based on the same principle of time passing. And we know this from experience. You'll work hard to get something and it'll feel good to get it. And then if three weeks later, that good feeling's gone. Entropy. Your reward is done. Your achievement's finished. It doesn't matter if you worked hard for ten years to get it. The good feeling it gives you wears off. The satisfaction wears off. There's an entropy to satisfaction. There's an entropy to contentment. Time kills everything. Even feelings. Relationships. Trees. Mountains. Solar systems. All of them are killed by time eventually. So any theory that's reliant on time is doomed. It's going to die. Whatever that, whatever it's designed to get you will also pass. Marcus Aurelius talked a lot about this in the ancient Stoic manuscripts or translations. It's quite ironic for him to talk about this in particular because he says there's no point in trying to be famous or even trying to have an impact on the longer term future because eventually it all goes to dust. Everything dies. Everything is forgotten. The people who remember you will be forgotten by the people who remember them. Eventually your memory will cease to exist. I say this is ironic because we still remember him, of all people. But he was only a couple of thousand years ago. What about the people 5,000 years before him, 10,000 years before him? Do we remember any of them? Do we remember the impact that they had on the human race? Do we still keep them in the Hall of Fame? No, we've forgotten them all. And even with technology recording everything these days, it still gets forgotten. Have you noticed how your, your first ever Facebook posts have disappeared into the realms of the internet? The first ever videos on YouTube are long gone. There are entries in Wikipedia that will never be read again, doomed to just sit on a server somewhere, forgotten. Time passes and everything is forgotten and everything dies. And I'm really, I'm not saying this to be gloomy or pessimistic. I'm saying this to point out a chief error in our function of thinking, where we think we have to wait for something in the future, or we have to deal with something in the past. These are complete wastes of our time, ironically. Because the future doesn't exist, and even when it comes to pass, it too will die. And the past is already dead. There is only our current representation of it. The second law of thermodynamics says that entropy always increases with time. Things always die and go back to chaos and disorder the longer they're allowed to exist. And this is unavoidable 
You can't get off the train of time. You can't go hang out in a timeless place. Whatever you're doing right now, given enough time, there'll be no trace it ever existed. Remember this idea first hit me when I watched Fight Club. And uh, he talks about, uh, what was the saying that he used? It's in the book as well as movie. On a long enough timeline, the survival rate for everything drops to zero. That's what we're talking about here. So no matter how much money you have in the bank, given enough time, it will run out. It will be spent and gone. No matter how strong and wonderful your relationships are right now, eventually the love will end or somebody will die. They will come to an end at some point. They are not timeless. Your body will wear out over time. In fact, from about the age of about 25, according to recent studies that I was having a look at, you're, you're now in an active fight with death. Until then, you were growing physically. And after that, you're just trying to prevent death. The brain gets hazy. Even your memories will fade out. You live long enough and you will start to lose your mind. You know, if your body doesn't give out first, dementia's going to come in eventually. Parkinson's, something's going to wipe your memories. You'll even lose your personality. Everything runs out. Everything, even if you have the biggest impact on the world, if you're the next Jesus Christ or Tony Robbins or whatever, you'll be forgotten. It'll take a bit longer, but you'll be forgotten and you won't know about it anyway because you'll die. So even the impact that you have, you know, let's let's be generous and say that humans have only been around for 100,000 years. It could be anywhere up to 250,000, according to what I've been reading anyway. 50,000 years ago, there was somebody who made a big impact on his little tribe of hunter-gatherers, foragers. There might have been a guy who wiped out the last of a certain species of deer or elk. You know, there'll be somebody out there who made a massive impact on the world with his or her actions. How much do we remember them? Not at all. Even with our best equipment, we can't find those individuals and note down the differences that they made. Without historical record, we don't even know any of their names. And even with historical record, we can't trust that it's accurate because it's always made by the conqueror. It's always made by people who have an agenda. So whatever impact you think you want to have on the world, it's not to say that you shouldn't try to do good things. We'll get to this in a minute. But the idea that it's going to last, that you're leaving a legacy, is ridiculous. Because on a long enough timeline, all humans will die. There will be a final human being at some point. There will be a final piece of life on planet Earth at some point. There will be the last bit of light that the sun gives out in our solar system. And after that, it's all over. So how long is your legacy supposed to last? It's either eternal, which can't happen, or it's short term, which is pointless. So trying to have an impact and leave a legacy is based on an idea that ignores the one truth we have about time, which is that time kills. You know, we fear death, and it drives us to do all these time-based activities. We want to heal our past before we die. We want to achieve milestones in the future before the, the finish line of death. We're so scared that these things will not go well. And yet the only thing we can be sure of is that A, death is going to happen because time will pass and we can't stop it. And B, we don't know when it's going to happen. We don't know enough about time to be able to predict things in the future. We we aren't able to see the future so we don't know when that death is going to occur. So it's definitely going to occur and we won't know when. 
and yet we make a lot of theories based on thinking we can somehow prevent it occurring and know when it will occur. What we find, and at least what I find in my coaching work so often, is that people aren't really trying to present, prevent their own physical death as such, but the death of a fantasy of the future. And because people are trying to stop this fantasy from being killed, they end up not living at all. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll look at someone I'm attracted to and have a fantasy about my life with that person, and I'm so scared of that fantasy not coming true, of killing it, they'll avoid actually asking that person out on a date, because I don't want to hear a no, or even a yes that might change the fantasy. I might have past memories of who I am, this identity that I cling to, and I'm so scared of staining the memory of that identity, so scared of killing it, that I refuse to change my beliefs. You know, it's one of the hardest things in the world to completely go 180 on a belief system. From someone to go like anti-vaccine to pro-vaccine, or carnivore to vegan, or vegan to carnivore. It's so hard to go 180, especially in something that you've preached and stood by so strongly, something that's attached to your identity. It was so hard for me to go back on being a nice guy. I had this guy who had always been nice. I felt very invested in him. There's a lot of sunk cost fallacy going there. I didn't want to admit that he had it all wrong. Because there was the illusion that he was a thing, a person who existed somewhere in this thing called the past. I didn't want to affect him and harm him, harm his reputation in the future. It's all bullshit because the only guy who's ever existed is me now. But people will avoid changing their beliefs because they have a fantasy of the past or the future. People don't want pain now, so they push it off into the future. They, they imagine that somehow their future self will be better, better able to deal with this problem. So they procrastinate. They delay. As if that's going to help somehow. As if this future guy will be able to handle it. Or won't have to for some reason. Something will come along to rescue him. I just want you to just to realize you've got so much based on time being understood and yet you don't understand time. I mean, what is it? I mean, we move with time. Time obviously passes and we are passing with it. Nobody's escaped that. And yet we are able to, to notice that time has passed. So one part of us is going with time. Another part of us is watching us go with time. So one part of us must be at least slower than the other part or standing still somehow. It's bizarre. Two different simultaneous states. A historical state, this person who's been watching your whole life happen, and a moment-by-moment -moment state, you now living. There's one living and the one watching him live. It's bizarre. To pretend you understand that is a pretty big call. I fucking don't. It doesn't logically make any sense to me. So I have to admit that any theory I have based on time, any healing or... Redemption of the past is based on a past that I don't know exists. Any predictions and working hard towards the future based on a future I don't understand or know how it exists. That's some pretty certain theories based on something I'm very uncertain about. And this idea that there's an observer, somebody watching time pass, is just an illusion of memory. Like if we dig up dinosaur bones, we say, look, there's a moment now where I'm observing old bones animals that don't exist, now, therefore, past. But that's a big call to make, because we can't actually go to the past and say, see, there's a piece of past. All we've got is dinosaur bones now. 
Now, it makes a lot of sense to us to say that once upon a time, this was an animal walking around, and that time no longer exists. But if it no longer exists, then how can it exist? How can there be past if there is no past? It's very bizarre, and to pretend that you understand that, again, it's a big call. It's like saying you understand how big the universe is. You don't, really. You can't. The brain's just not equipped for this kind of understanding, you know? I can talk about how the past exists and doesn't exist uh, by observation, but I don't really know what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't get it. Maybe I'm dumb. Maybe I'm the only one. Maybe everyone else is like, yeah, time totally makes sense to me. But I suspect, especially given, you know, so many years of coaching people who have been affected by time-based theories, we don't really understand time, and yet we let it rule our lives. In particular, the idea that you're waiting for something. You're either alive now, or you're not. You're either happy with who you are now, or you're not. Doesn't matter if you were happy with yourself in the past, or you weren't. Doesn't matter if you will be happy with yourself in the future, or you won't. You're either happy with yourself now, or you're not. It's irrelevant what happens in other time zones, because those time zones don't exist. They exist only in concept. You can't prove the past or the future to me. You can't show it to me. You can show me things that have died. You can show me patterns that predict a future movement, but you can't show me those periods of time. You're either living by your values now, you either have integrity right now in this moment, or you don't. Anything else is an illusion. The idea that you will do that work that you're procrastinating on, that's an illusion. That means you're procrastinating now. You're not doing it now. And the idea that you were once very brave doesn't matter shit if you're not being brave now. You don't get to earn those points. Nothing is stored, you understand? Nothing. It only exists in your memory or in agreements with other people. I mean, look at how much you have. Look at all the things you think you have right now. And see how many of those things you can prove. Let's say you go, oh, I've got $10,000 in my bank account. Well, where is that stack of 10,000 notes? How do you know it exists? If the bank stops agreeing with you that you have $10,000 with them, what happens to the $10,000? Does it still exist? Did it ever? You think, oh, I have a relationship. Well, how are you so sure that that's reciprocated? How do you know that that person's even alive right now? Are they in the room with you? Because if they're not, it's up for debate. How do you know they still have feelings for you? Are you so sure of that? Or you have a memory of them having feelings for you and assume that that somehow continued into the present and will continue into the future. You have a memory of them being alive, so you assume they're still alive now. Your body might function in the past, so you assume it will function in the future. I know my memories tell me that my body was far more functional in the past than it is now. I used to have a lot of energy as a kid, according to my memories. So the idea that I can take my health for granted is definitely a dicey one. The idea that I can shove sugar and shit into my body and not exercise, and somehow that this will be alright in the future. It's a pretty delusional belief. You do earn rewards, but the earning is the meaningful part. You understand? Like, if I give you a reward for free, it has no meaning to it. If you didn't have to suffer. If you didn't have to learn, grow, and exercise your skills and values for this reward to come to you, you won't appreciate it. You can see this in spoiled people. You give them everything, and they often end up more miserable than somebody who has fuck all. Why? 
because the time factor. If you don't do the earning part, if you're not here and now experiencing, engaging in life, challenging yourself, putting yourself through your paces, there's no meaning to a reward. Time served it does nothing. Just being alive and getting rewards, something doesn't add up there. It's missing an element. The only moment that matters is this one, right now, because it's the only one that exists. Your past is all in your memories, which are here and now, and the future is all in your predictions, which is predictions are happening here and now. Nothing is future, nothing is past. I don't know where I'm going with this, exactly, because it's just a rant that I've been having. But I want you to just notice how many of the things you're doing are dependent on an understanding of time. Like if you're in a job you hate for some rewarding job in the future, that's a time-dependent theory you've got going. If you're procrastinating on something because you think it will be done later, that's a time-dependent theory. You know, if, if you're avoiding something because you feel that you need to get over your past first, that's a time-related theory. And if your understanding of time is wrong, it means your theory is wrong. And your understanding of time is almost certainly wrong. Because fuck all people understand time. You know, I've signed up to the like quantum mechanics and quantum physics websites. And I watch their videos and try to keep up. I can't, you know. I'm not a dumb guy, at least I don't think I am. But I can't keep up with them. When somebody's explaining quantum physics to me, when somebody's explaining how time exists in the fifth dimension and shit, it goes right over my head, really. And I'm trying my best. You know, I went to university and all. I've got academic intelligence of some kind, according to my memories of the past. So I have to assume if I don't understand it, then others don't too. Maybe not all others, but some. And I certainly know that many, many, many of my clients that I work with have a lot of suffering because of time. Because they think something good's going to happen in the future or something bad happened in the past. you got to understand, anything bad that happened in the past is just translating pain you have right now that needs to be dealt with. You know, And any reward you're having in the future is just a fantasy that you're creating right now to escape the present moment. To be inappreciative of reality. To lack acceptance of what is real and what is here. Presence has a huge part to confidence, because presence is simply truthfulness about time. Time is only one moment, now. You're either doing the right thing now, or you're not. That's it. The idea that you will do the right thing in the future is a ludicrous lie. The idea that you're waiting for something in the past to be fixed or healed is a ludicrous lie. You're either dealing with your shit right here and now, or you're not. And I want you to just just to keep that in mind. When you whenever you're getting lost in the fantasy of what could be, whenever you no, tell you what, whenever you notice yourself not doing the thing you should be doing, you know you should be doing it. You know you should be asking out that person or asking for that promotion, and you you know you should be starting that business. You know you should be hitting the gym or whatever the fuck. There's things you know you should be doing because they're right for you. And if even if you're not sure if they're the right things for you. Doing them will answer it for you. If going to the gym isn't right for you, go to the gym every day for a month. If you still don't want to do it after that, then quit. If you're not sure that that, that guy you like at work is right for partnership material, go out with him for a few dates and then see. Alright, you'll know after that. 
You're not doing, you're not experimenting, you're not being here and now, living. Because this whole time illusion's got you fucked up. There's a question you can ask yourself. Am I doing what's right according to the best knowledge of my values right now? I hope that helps. Maybe it doesn't. It's just something I wanted to get off my chest. I'm doing this more for me than anything else. To remind me to let go of time and just do the right thing here and now. In fact, me recording this came from the impulsive need for me to express myself about time. I don't know what's going to happen with this podcast. Maybe nobody will ever listen to it. And that's the point. I'm not doing it so that somebody will listen to it in the future. I'm doing it because I need to say this shit now. If you want to send me your thoughts and questions, dan at brojo.co.nz. I'll catch you guys all next time.